Welcome. I'm David Hain, and you're listening to the third episode of the A to D podcast. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you listening in. And I also want to thank all the people who've been sending in comments and suggestions, giving me phone calls. Uh, We really appreciate all the input, and I'm excited to see where we're going with this podcast and excited to see the number of listeners growing. So thanks again, everybody. Today's episode is entitled Candle in the Wind. What do you think of when you hear the phrase a candle in the wind? The first thing I think is that candle is going to get blown out by the wind. I, I should cup my hand around the flame to try to block the wind. I'd be focusing on how do I keep the flame alive. I'd have thoughts that I should have brought a flashlight. This candle's a, a bad idea. It's, it's a, an inferior product, and I should have brought a flashlight, or as my friends in South Africa and England would call it, a torch. But what does it mean with that phrase, candle in the wind? What do you hear in the the thoughts that came out of me? Do you hear a thing that's vulnerable, something that's fragile, the flame itself being fragile, that it's likely to fail or to be snuffed out at any moment when a gust of wind kicks up? Can you see a candle that is not in control of its own destiny and not in control of giving off the light that it was intended to do? I'm sure as I was going through this, some of you were remembering the Elton John song, maybe even singing it in your mind as you were listening. Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics for this song. And he said he got the phrase from something that was written when Janis Joplin died of an apparent overdose. But Bernie said he could have written about any of several celebrities who died that same way. But he wrote it about Marilyn Monroe. Do you remember her? Are you old enough to remember her? What do you think of when you hear her name? Do you think of Marilyn Monroe the same way you think of Meryl Streep, Emma Thompson, Hilary Swank, and Julia Roberts? I could almost see some of you smiling or chuckling as I went through that list, saying, nope, Marilyn's not like all them, but I want to tell you today, All of those women, including Marilyn Monroe, won the Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Motion Picture. Surprised by that? Are your memories more of her behavior? The sensationalism with her nude pictures, her lifestyle, the gossip you heard about her, the reports that came out 
of her death by an apparent overdose. You see, it's so difficult to look past the behavior of an addict. If you've been personally involved with the life of an addict or if you've been caught in addiction yourself, you understand the stuff that gets everyone upset, the lies, the manipulation, selfishness, laziness, stealing, broken promises, and on and on. You're familiar with the broken hearts caused as a result of addiction. My mom used to tell me as I was a teenager, little children step on your lap, but big children step on your heart. That was her way of letting me know how much pain I was causing her with the choices I was making. Well, at A to D, we focus on the emotional wound of the addicts, not their behavior. We look at wounds like abandonment, fatherlessness, rejection, betrayal, no sense of belonging, loneliness, and many, many more. As we work with addicts around the world, in prison, and in the community, the common thread is they all have a wound and some of the many wounds. And that wound has affected their relationships, their decisions, their sense of worth, and their identity. Bernie Taupin again, who wrote the lyrics for Candle in the Wind, understood the turmoil of addiction and the emotional wounds which fuel addiction. He understood the pressure of trying to live up to the expectations of other people. Listen to the words from this song. And they whispered into your brain. They set you on a treadmill and they made you change your name. And it seems to me you've lived your life like a candle in the wind, never knowing who to cling to when the rain set in. This is what Bernie Taupin thought about as he thought back on the life and death of Marilyn Monroe. Did you know that Marilyn Monroe had many wounds from her childhood back when she was still Norma Jean, long before she came to Hollywood and they made her change her name? Did you realize that she didn't know her dad? That her mom was in and out of mental hospitals and as a result of that, she was in and out of foster homes, living with relatives, living with neighbors, any place and any family that would take her in. And along with these many houses that she lived in came abuse and sexual molestation going back to her preteen years. And at 16, the family she was living with moved out of state and couldn't take her along. And she didn't know who to cling to or where to turn to 
So she married a neighbor's son who was 21 while she was 16. Yes, she truly was that fragile candle in the wind. But how did Marilyn Monroe describe herself when people questioned her behavior and her lifestyle in Hollywood? She said, I'm selfish, impatient, and a little insecure. I make mistakes. I'm out of control and at times hard to handle. But if you can't handle me at my worst, then you sure as hell don't deserve me at my best. How do we as addicts handle ourselves at our worst? How have our friends and loved ones tried to handle us at our worst? Has it been all about our behavior? Have you found someone to cling to when the rain and the storm set in and drives you deeper into addiction? Where do you turn when you feel selfish, impatient, insecure, alone, abandoned, or betrayed? Too often, when we need to feel loved, when we hunger for a sense of belonging, everyone around us tries to fix us. They just want us to come right, to meet their expectations. They try to, to change our behavior and get us to just stop these bad decisions we're making. And you know, the reality is all of us in addiction can stop for a moment. But if the wound inside is still unhealed, if the scar is still painful, we relapse again and again and again. So we don't need people to try to fix us. We need someone to cling to when the rain sets in. And I found a great quote by Mitch Hedberg. He was an American comedian who died of an apparent overdose in 2005 at the age of 37. He said, I wanted to buy a candle holder, but the store didn't have one, so I got a cake. What a great line. I wanted to buy a candle holder, but the store didn't have one, so I got a cake. You see, a candle in the wind does not need to be placed in a candle holder that someone else thinks is the perfect spot for them. A candle in the wind needs family, needs fellowship. A candle in the wind needs to shine with and be part of a cake full of candles. A candle in the wind needs that sense of belonging, that strength and support that we get by being surrounded by other candles. Not that vulnerability we feel being all alone as a candle in the wind. We need friendship, relationship, and love to cling to. 
as I close, if this message has touched you in a spot that you didn't even know was there or it just finally made some stuff come together for you, I want to urge you to reach out to those people in your life who have been able to handle you at your worst, who've been there through thick and thin, who've never tried to fix you, even in your times of impatience, selfishness, and insecurity, that they've just been there to love you with real love, not correcting you and changing you and not putting demands on you, but just pouring out love that you could cling to. Tell them that you appreciate their love and friendship. Take a risk as an addict and be transparent about the emotional wounds you have that lead you to self-medicate. You may find that your candle begins to burn bright and secure, sheltered from the wind. Thanks again for listening to this episode of A to D, From Addict to Disciple. I look forward to hearing more from all of you or as many as you who want to. Feel free to send emails to David from A to D at gmail.com. You can direct message me through Instagram at David from A to D. And I hope to hear from you soon. Talk to you next week. Thank you.